this podcast. Carter and Withers are the authors and guests of the podcast. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to Soberless Thoughts. That right there is Alex Gorley. That man across the table for me is Michael Odenbeck. And these are all Soberless Thoughts. All right, Alex, what are we drinking tonight? All right, we're 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 getting back into cocktails a little bit. I know it's been little little by little, but we are drinking tonight the tequila sunrise. Mm. So for all you cocktail connoisseurs out there, uh, what you need is a shot of tequila. You need some orange juice, and then you need to uh, essentially shake that up, pour it in a glass full of ice. Then you'll take a little bit of grenadine and slowly pour it down the side of the glass. And if you do it right, it should have a nice little um, sunburst kind of look, red on the bottom, orange on top. I actually lighten mine up with a little bit of uh, soda water to kind of keep it light and fluffy, not as acidic and uh, sweet. Mm. So, uh, yeah. Sounds delicious. (laughs) Yeah. Well, let's try it out. All right. Oddly enough, I don't think I've actually ever had a tequila sunrise. <laughs> well, then we haven't had it before on the podcast. <laughs> because I think I remember, all right, when we were having this conversation before this podcast, we we're trying to decide if we've had this or not. And I think I realized what it was. I made Kathy Perkins a tequila based drink that was very similar to a tequila sunrise, but it wasn't a tequila sunrise. That was her own mixture, but I forget how much tequila goes well with oranges. Like triple sec is orange liqueur makes sense, but orange juice and tequila is pretty tasty, man. Oh yeah, dude. Screwdrivers. So yeah, uh, that's why people swear by those things. Yeah, man. Well, that's vodka, but yeah. Is vodka orange juice is a screwdriver? Yeah. I thought it was tequila. Mm -mm. Uh, But you could do tequila. I don't see why not. I knew a guy who used to always pour like a shot of tequila into his Mountain Dew bottle. Interesting. And then kind of like twirl it around a little bit and then just drink that Mountain Dew bottle. And he swore by it. He swore by it. I I don't see why that would that it wouldn't be bad i mean dude it's like essentially you're making like a uh, the best way i could describe it is like a redneck margarita yeah like <laughs> let's, let's do this okay i'm gonna make frozen redneck margaritas one day and we're gonna it's basically just gonna be tequila and mountain dew and ice in a blender <laughs> and we're oh, gonna yeah. see what and we're gonna see what happens okay yeah I've got all those ingredients. <laughs> That'll be funny. Maybe we'll do that next week. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so tonight, uh, I have. Well, actually, Alex, uh, how does that taste? Do you like that? What's your on your scale of uh, zero to James or ten to James Bond? Yeah. What would you give a tequila sunrise? And what does it taste like? Is it effervescent? (laughs) 
it's citrusy and the sweetness of the grenadine when I finally got down to it actually helped round it off. So it's well balanced, at least the one I made. Um, but yeah, it's definitely like, I don't know, man. It's like breakfast tequila is what it reminds me of. Like, I feel like we should be having Cuevos Rancheros and drinking tequila sunrises is what I feel like. Um, Could we have tequila sunrises while the rest of the family has their uh, mimosas? Mimosas. <laughs> yes. We're going to get <laughs> way more turned up than they will. Um, <laughs> But yeah, it's uh it's pretty tasty, man, dude. I I'd give it a solid like if you if you got a real good one, I'd say almost like an 8. Oh, like nice. I, I also am a huge fan of orange juice. Can't drink it as much as I used to because I'm getting old and I get heartburn. Um but uh I love orange juice. <laughs> yeah, man. Orange juice is great. Actually, I take vitamin C pills or not pills, but chewable vitamins yeah. uh, every day because I don't ever have orange juice in the house. And when I do, it's always for like the wife and the kids. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't ever really get to drink it, but you got to have that vitamin C. Yeah, man. All right. Tonight, Alex. Yes. I have <clears throat> 10 serverless thoughts. 10. Count them that, 10 that I've been that I have randomly uh, throughout the weeks, years. I don't know how long this goes back in my notes <laughs> for quite a while. Yeah. And uh, and I figure it's about time that we answer these. These are like questions that are burning a hole in my membrane that we need to finally get to the bottom of and there's nobody better to help me get to the bottom of these than my brother alex corley that's right <laughs> i'm so here I'm, I'm starting from the bottom of this and i'll work my way up as i always do all right all right uh if the uh early bird gets the worm right yep so why do good things come to those who wait Ooh. <laughs> wow. That's like uh that's like one of those things you tell a robot that is about to like destroy mankind and you're like, I need a, a matrix that's gonna blow its brains out. Uh, <laughs> um if the early bird gets the worm. But then why, then why do good things come to those who wait? <laughs> I mean, who that's a tough one, man. I mean, it's like one of those, like, I guess, like, you know, you get up and wait. Uh, it's much a hurry up and wait. There's hurry the answer. Up. Hurry up and wait. Yeah. Uh, the military <laughs> has perfected this. Yeah. Uh, that's something that we used to constantly say when I was in the Air Force. Hurry up, Mike. Everybody's yep. saying hurry up, Mike. Oh, yeah. I've had a lot of jobs like that. Yeah. But I don't know. <laughs> um, man, it's really like making me think way too hard on this thing. So, like, all right, the early bird gets the worm. But what is it? But why do good things come to those who wait? 
Good things come to those who wait. Oh. Because the good things come for those who wait because of the early birds getting the worm. Wow. And the worms bring them. The the birds bringing them the worm. Yeah. It's, you know, it could be talking about uh, like parasitic, parasitic relationships, man. Like one person is the alpha that gets up and does all the work. It's like, uh, what was that book? Chicken Little? (laughs) The sky's falling. Is that what it was? Or what was it? No, there was a different one that I don't know. I don't know what book this was, but I remember reading it as a kid. It was about like, it was like a, it was kind of like that, but it was like a chicken that was like, Hey, I'm gonna grow or I need someone to help me till up a garden. And the dog says, no, I don't want to. And then the chicken tills the garden. And then it's like, I need to plant the seeds and ask the cat, will you help me plant the seeds? And the cat's like, no, I don't want to do that. And then like, it keeps going. And basically this chicken grows wheat, harvests it, grinds it into flour and then makes bread. And then at the end, everyone's like, Ooh, can I have some of that bread? And the chicken's like, no, I don't want to. Cause you all didn't help me. And then everyone got sad. And I think the chicken ended up giving it to him anyway, or something like that. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, that's it right there. Dude. If I remember right, the reason why I thought of this was I was sitting around on my back deck and I saw a robin, a female robin was like just chilling on Mm -hmm. the branch and I'm staring at this robin and it's just like chilling, just looking around for like five minutes. Right. Yeah. And then I see this male robin come fly over land right next to the female robin has like a little worm in his mouth and then hands it and like puts it into the mouth of the female robin and then flies away and then the female robin just sits there eating her worm like i'm like what the fuck (laughs) (laughs) like he went got the worm came over and she just sat around waiting and he yeah. brought it to her. I think it's a, I think it's an analogy for marriage, dude. <laughs> I was sitting there thinking that. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, she probably sit on some eggs. She was protecting them kids, you know? No, she was just chilling on the just branch. Chilling. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Maybe it was part of the, uh, like, it, it maybe it was more of a metaphor for uh dating or like engagement like i'll give you worms ooh just one and like yeah here take this one here i'll go get you another one <laughs> <laughs> all right uh number 9 on my list did uh because because uh supposedly according to the bible uh, God created Adam and Eve, right? Yeah. Uh, so do Adam and Eve have belly buttons? Oh, damn. <laughs> I'm going to say no. You know what? I'm going to say no. Yeah. I'm thinking they don't. Yeah. Adam cool. and Eve definitely do not have belly buttons. But do you think they were freaked out when they had kids? 
And the kids had belly buttons. Wait, actually, let's just pause right there. They. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, I didn't even I've never thought of this before, but Adam and Eve having a child, first of all. Yeah. No expectations. Don't know what it. They don't even know. Like, like, do they even know that they, they get pregnant? Like they can get pregnant. They can make more of them. Yeah. And you're like what like or is it like one day Adam's like what's happening to you <laughs> your stomach is getting huge yeah and it just keeps and then one day she's like oh my god I'm dying and then she's like pushes out a child before she thinks that she's dying she feels something inside of her belly moving yes <laughs> like what is that is that from the apple what the <laughs> shit <laughs> oh my god like that is such a wild thing to think like two people have never had a kid that never experienced it never seen it yeah and then they have to have one right and then he's got to say no one else they ain't no doctors right. like he's just gotta like you know catch this thing yeah and how long do they carry that baby around with the umbilical cord and the sack still attached to it? Because oh. they don't know to cut it off. Yeah. They just like, is this, is it supposed to just be attached? Is it just, is this it? Like, you just keep going? Um, maybe Cain and Abel, maybe Cain was the baby and Abel was just the sack. <laughs> And when Cain killed Abel, really, it was just him cutting it off, like cutting the umbilical cord. He was yeah, just like, like, I'm nope. done with this. Yeah, <laughs> I'm tired of carrying this thing around every day. <laughs> That's the hidden story. Holy crap. <laughs> God, I never thought it in those terms before. <laughs> That's the real story. It's it's about yeah. birth. Yeah. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. dude. Abel, Abel was just the placenta. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Like, you know, if that's like, I mean, you've had kids. I'm fresh to the game, but I know that there is so much material to read about how to keep them safe and what to feed them and how to feed them and how to put them to sleep. And it's always changing too. It's ever changing. Have you like what our grandparents did was completely opposite of what our parents did. And our parents did exactly the opposite of what we're doing. And it's just keeps flip flopping on what is right and what's wrong. Right. And they just keep coming like, well, it's, it's working pretty good. Let's keep doing this. And then there's like, like my parents would like, I feel like everyone goes through this. It's like, you'll do something. Your parents like, I don't know why you're doing that. Like what? Because well, it, it's what you're supposed to do. Like, well, we didn't do that, right? You're fine, um, exactly. But there is something I can't remember what it's called. Um, I'll let you smoke a pack of cigarettes when you're five. Well, you yeah, told it, me. Look, I used to smoke a pack. You were in the car as a baby. You're fine. Yeah, you coughed a little bit at soccer practice, but it was fine. Right. Um, thank you. That's exactly what I was looking for. Survivor biased. Yes. That's the term for like anything that's been like you survived 
and you think it's okay, even though today right. they've determined it's not okay. Right. But you got to think there's none of this for Adam and Eve with their first kid. It, oh, no. It's a what the real miracle is that they survived. Correct. <laughs> Exactly. That's, that's the real miracle of Adam and Eve is that their kids didn't like they that they survived and kept going. That's the real <laughs> miracle of it all. Yeah. <laughs> so all that to say, no, they didn't have belly buttons. Yeah, all that. Yeah, you just you sit us down a weird path. I'm like, oh my god, they don't they don't have belly buttons. But how did they have kids? Holy crap! They didn't know what to do. Like, no, no yeah. clue. No clue. If a vampire bites a zombie, does the zombie become a vampire or does the vampire become a zombie? I'm going to say the vampire becomes a zombie. If the vampire bites the zombie? Yeah. See, I feel like the vampire would, yeah, the vampire would become a zombie. Yeah. Yeah. Because I don't think you can turn a zombie into a vampire. Yeah. It's, it's, it, I, all right. They're both already dead, technically. Yes. But I'm looking at it, say, I'm looking at it as like diseases. Mm, you okay. got, see, you got one disease that like, deteriorates the mind in the body slowly or it just lets the natural decay happen but it's it's bringing that thing down to a raw animalistic nature and just surviving on brains or whatever right but a vampire is still intact <clears throat> so it actually so i mean if you think about it it actually soups up the host while like i i guess that's the difference zombies are deteriorating as they become zombies and vampires actually get souped up and they can run faster, all that other stuff, but they need blood to survive. Right. So it's like, do vampires can vampires immune system outweigh the zombie uh, disease? And I'm saying, I'm thinking that a zombie disease would win eventually. Um uh, mm. Maybe that's how people end up defeating the vampires in the future is by infecting them with the zombie disease or creating the zombie disease. Yeah. So every time a human dies, they just turn into a zombie. It could be because uh, I never even thought about that, but it could be that's how you could potentially defeat a zombie or not a zombie, but a vampire because we've gone over how, how to survive vampires and zombies in the past. Nope. But I don't remember thinking about this when we talked about how to survive vampires, but uh, somehow injecting them with, or having some kind of virus just it doesn't even have to be a zombie virus, just a virus that attacks vampires. Yeah. And then they go to feed off of a human or somebody, and it could just be, you could be completely asymptomatic with, as a human, and then a vampire bites you, and it's deadly to them. Yes. 
See, I was also thinking maybe uh, creating like basically kind of like The Walking Dead where everyone has the disease. So when you die, you turn into a zombie. But if you're alive and you're bitten, the minute you die, the zombie disease takes over before the vampire has time to amp you up. So they mm. can't essentially reproduce. Right. Which is like a hell of a kamikaze way of taking out vampires. Yeah. Because then you have to, <laughs> like, you're basically just ending all of civilization. Yeah. Like you're sacrificing so many people, but it's a, it's a numbers game, I guess, where it's like the more we take out of them, you know, yeah, some like, it's kind of like one of those things like they're going to eat us. So at least let some of us be like, be useful at the end. Right. Like if you get caught by a vampire, at least you can do that. But you got a, a lot of zombies to deal with. <laughs> yeah. And let's hope that they're the slow zombies, not the fast ones. Yeah. No, fast, <laughs> fast zombies for sure are going to destroy everything. <laughs> Uh, speaking of going slow or uh, speeding things up, my right. my next question is: Why is the objective of golf to play the least amount of golf? Oh <laughs> uh, man, I never thought of it that way. Yeah. So that begs the argument: Does the guy that is the worst golf player has the best time? Uh, <laughs> Probably because. <laughs> If you sit by a golf course, they're usually not. Um, <laughs> they're pretty unhappy fellows. Uh, that is that is hilarious. The objective of golf is to not play golf. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah, because the yeah. winner has the least amount of shots. That, dude, that's, I, mean, I feel like there's a lot of them, like boxing. There's one. Like one punch, done. <laughs> well that you're trying to self you know you're trying to uh save yourself yeah yeah right you're trying to prevent harm to yourself but with golf it's like no nah, that's that's the entire the entire <laughs> goal yeah is to be out there less time than everybody else that is yeah i'm gonna spend all this time training and doing weights and working on my accuracy, so I do the least amount on the course. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, it sounds like a game for lazy people, really, because that's like <laughs> the epitome of lazy is like, I want to do less than everyone else. So you train yourself to be the best lazy person you could possibly be. Yes. A hundred percent. That's what you're saying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah there's a reason i like this game yeah uh, <laughs> even better <laughs> yeah no kid but like yeah because a lot of people are like oh well i like like uh i don't know like fishing for example like oh yeah i like to get out on a lake get a line wet it doesn't really matter if i catch a fish or not like i'm just getting out there and spending some time away yeah. you know kind of unwind and just you know, have fun out on a lake, right? Yeah. But that's what a lot of people, that's how a lot of people look at golf. 
like I just want to get out on the course, hit the ball around, like try and but I'm, that's not how that's not the objective of the game there, sir. Yeah. The objective is to be out there least time as possible. That's right. <laughs> Otherwise, you are failing. You are yeah. failing at golf if you're out there just having fun, just chilling on the golf course. <laughs> <laughs> Man, there's something perfect to that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So my toddler is he's got the ABC song down pat, right? Yep. So but like we keep talking about his ABCs and now he's like starting to like he can he can pick them out. Like if you show him draw a letter of something, he knows exactly what letter it is. And he's starting to be able to actually draw those letters himself. But it got me thinking as the, like, why is the alphabet in the order that it's in? Yeah. Like, who said that that's the order that it has to be in? Why can't it be in any other order? Like, it doesn't really fucking matter. (laughs) Not at all. And you know what's funny is... I heard something similar to this the other day and it made me think about this. It's funny you bring it up and it like I was sitting going, "Oh my god." Like there's 26 letters, why are they in that order? Yeah. Like A doesn't have to be number 1. No. And C doesn't have to be 26. So like when with so technically if a cop goes uh tell me your ABCs, you could go L M Q S R F F B F M N R C and just keep doing that. And <laughs> yeah, uh, which a hey, kudos for me. I was doing all like I was just coming off the top of my head and I realized like, I'm not repeating anything. <laughs> At yeah. least I don't think I did. Uh, I, huh? What did yeah, I do? <laughs> F damn. Well, this is being recorded, so we'll go back and let's review the tape. (laughs) (laughs) You could go L M Q S R F F B F M N R C and just keep doing that. And (laughs) I don't mind getting called out. <laughs> FMMR. Yeah, whatever. It sounded good at the time. Um, <laughs> that's also what we like to call drunken confidence, is what yes. that was. Uh, that was like, man, I, I'm, I'm fucking amazing at this. And I'm you're like, amazing. Yeah, like I could do this all day. It was just, I guess I was just impressed that I was like pulling different letters out. Right. And I was like, man, I'm really like all over the place. And I was like, I wonder if that would work or if the cop would be like, uh, go ahead and step out of the car, please, sir. Yeah. Or, uh, so it was mushrooms you took. You didn't drink, huh? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'll see you. Cause Still, the minute you go, Hey man, why do they got to be in the order, bro? I'm like, all right, right, well, let's, uh, let's go ahead and get you in the car. Um, do you feel like you need a hospital? Because I'm feeling <laughs> Whatever you took is going to take a bad turn soon. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> Listen, officer, the perception of the alphabet is different to you than it is to me, man. Yeah, <laughs> that is the argument. That would be a hell of a thing to tell a judge, too. 
hey man who said the alphabet's got to be in that order it'd be like and if you got like an old old stoner from the 60s or something he's like you know what i'll allow it punk (laughs) (laughs) yeah best day in court ever oh that would be great yeah (laughs) yeah so uh why is the alphabet in that order i have no idea yeah somebody somebody liked the way it rang together i guess i don't know (laughs) why Here's something that uh, we can both relate to having, especially you now having a little baby. Uh, why do people say that they slept like a baby if they sleep through the night when babies are known for not sleeping through the night? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. That's just a misperception is all that right. shit is. It's, it's because they see a baby sleeping and they're like, Oh, uh, like he's got no worries in the world. He's got no weight on his shoulders. He's just, just enjoying life and just ah sleeping. <laughs> I feel like that's what they really want to say. Cause like in, hearing about like, you know, three hours when you're like, all right, cool. I'm right. I'm right in the middle of a good REM stage and I'm about to actually get a full, three hours and my brain's about to, you know, turn that trigger over and you're like, wow. And then you have to come out of a nightmare. Uh, <laughs> uh, if anybody knew my family, they would say, oh, you're sleeping like a toddler at a family restaurant at dinner time. <laughs> yeah. So that's, that's wailing almost every freaking time we go out to dinner falls asleep in the car on the way there and then i have to get a booth so he can just lay there and just be completely dead to the world through the entire meal dude that sounds awesome <laughs> like just let him sleep man uh yeah last time we did that we went to uh the oriental walk and they had a pillow they put a pillow in the booth for us and just laid his head down on the pillow and he was gone <laughs> That's kind of adorable. Um, <laughs> and kudos to Oriental Walk, man. That's yeah. customer service. Right. I, uh, I mean, look, it could be the opposite. I've seen people, you know, work in restaurants. I've seen people have kids that are like way too much sugar fired and they're running around the restaurant and the parents are over here at whatever booth at booth three and they're yeah. just talking and eating away and they just, their kids over at table 49. Like <laughs> staring at this couple, just like ha 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 ha, yeah yeah, and they just like run up and down the aisles, and you're like, "Will someone fucking get this kid?" And you can't say that to a customer as a server, yeah. but it it's kind of beautiful when a, someone else says it to them, yeah. like, "Hey hey, get your fucking kid," <laughs> because. I have seen that happen so many times and it is sweet every time. And I've seen every reaction like <laughs> of the parents, like mad, understanding, offended, like people like, Oh, you're just picking on me. Uh, <laughs> and like, it, dude, it's, it's wild. Like, yeah. Cause there's 20 other kids running around this yeah. restaurant being, a Oh, fool. Uh, 
I've seen it all. I've like I said, I've seen every reaction. I've seen people get angry. I've seen them get understandable. I've seen them get like, yeah, yeah, sorry. They get over and get it. I've seen people like the parents try to like, like, how dare you? Like, just almost <laughs> they try to like play the victim. And I'm like, you're the one not. You're the one drinking like fucking double bourbon on the rocks, not paying a fucking attention over here. Like, <laughs> why are you? acting like this is all our fault for bringing it up <laughs> right right um not that i ever did that but it was always beautiful to watch oh yeah yeah you almost wanted to eat popcorn and just see what happens <laughs> <laughs> all right uh how important <laughs> how important do you have to be considered uh, how important do you have to be to be considered assassinated and not just murdered? Where's that line? That's a good question. <clears throat> well, all right. Here's what I would argue. You have to have a reason to be killed that is outside of just the person enjoying it. So like, ah, oh man, actually after I said that, like, cause now I'm sitting there thinking like, well, technically if like, all right, well, all right, let, 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 let me step back. So if you get killed, uh, for a reason that you, um, aren't directly, in charge of like, cause all I'm thinking about is like someone who's like, I don't know, the head of an oil company about to dump like X amount of oil into the ocean or something like shit like that or something like some crazy high up, like head of CEO country, you know, a hell didn't the, uh, was it Haiti? Yeah. The president of Haiti was recently assassinated. Yeah. Um, like someone who, dictates things right but like everyday people you know they just get murdered but you wouldn't say but i was trying to say like you know if if there is a reason to have murdered you that because but then i was thinking like well if someone snaps and they start attacking let's say your wife and then you kill that person in the midst of it, you didn't assassinate them. Right. You know, but if like, if they're the cause of, I guess you'd have to be the cause of things to happen. And they, they didn't want those things to happen. I'm trying to think of like, okay, so who's the most famous celebrity you can think of? And say actor. Who's the most famous actor you can think of? Uh, probably like, I don't know, Brad Pitt. Yeah, maybe? Like, like Brad Pitt, George Clooney, something yeah. like that, right? Yeah, like somebody. If somebody shot and killed one of those guys, would it be considered a murder or an assassination? I think it'd be a murder. It'd be a murder, right? Yeah. Like think of John Lydon. John Lennon was murdered. He wasn't assassinated. Yeah. Yeah. You have to have controlling interest in things that affect people. I think to be assassinated, like government, 
uh, CEOs. Yeah, I would think that it would have to have global ramifications. Mm, yes, for Inter- you, for you yeah. to for it to be considered an assassination. Yeah, international butterfly effect almost. Right. Yeah. No, that's a good call. Yeah, I think that's the line. Yeah, because and that's why I thought that's why I thought of that specifically was because like the most famous per- LeBron James is shot and killed after his basketball game. Yeah. He's not assassinated. No. Unless they did it because they were in the finals. Even then, I don't <laughs> think so. No, they wouldn't. It would still be murder. Yeah. Yeah. But if he like was LeBron James, but he also ran the city of Dubai. Uh, <laughs> if he became the governor of Chicago. Yeah. Yeah. Like then you're like, yeah, he got assassinated. Yeah. Cause it was, it was politically driven. No, nah, well, maybe. Uh, I mean, is that else. an aspect? Maybe could be. Definitely think could of, be. think of who. Okay. So think of on the other side, think of who we know were a quote unquote assassinated. Well, you got, you know, is there, is there anybody you can think of that's not a politician? Okay. Because all I was thinking was politicians, like presidents. Uh, And if you can't, if you can't think of anything that any person that's not a politician, then maybe that's the line. Maybe it has to be a, a political thing. Maybe it does because. There's been a lot of assassination attempts on people, and I, maybe it is politically driven. Then the fact that, like, to be assassinated, um, you would have to, I guess, affect people's lives. It sounds like you have to be a politician. Yeah, pretty much. You have to be a politician to be assassinated. Life goals. Yeah, like. <laughs> That's good to know. I'll never be assassinated. Yeah. Me neither. I'll never be a politician. Yeah. No, it ain't going to happen. Yeah. Mostly thank you to this podcast. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> this is just one bad thing after another. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> okay. So speaking of our success. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh if you're trying to fail and you succeed, did you fail or did you succeed? If you're trying to fail and you succeed, did you fail or did you succeed? I mean, you succeeded at failing. Uh <laughs> <laughs> But does that make it a failure or a success? I guess it's, uh, you know what? I'm going to say that. I'm going to say it was the first success. Well, let's break it down. Let's break it down into like something very specific, right? Like, let's say I want to snap a twig in half. That's the goal. But I want to 
fail, right? I'm trying to fail at snapping the twig in half. Yeah. All right. So I'm just going to try and bend it instead of breaking it in half. The object, the objective is to snap it in half, but I'm trying to fail, right? Yeah. I go and I start bending it and boom, it snaps in half. So I succeeded at the object, but I failed at trying to fail. Yeah. So is that a success or a failure? What just matters if your life revolves around inner peace or demanded work. At the end of the day, the twig still snapped in half. So I would have to call it a success. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I believe so. Like if you, cause if you break it down to something specific like that, Mm -hmm. at the end of the day, it's still a success. I agree with that. Yeah. Class is half full, buddy. (laughs) (laughs) Hi, I'm full of shit. 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 Hey, guys, I'm full of shit. Hi, I'm full of shit. Hey y'all, I'm full of shit. So, I'm full of shit. Hello, I'm full of shit. I've got so much shit inside my ass right now, it's really bothering me. I'm full of shit. If you're constipated, grab yourself a generous helping of Asplosion Probiotic Greek Yogurt. For that creamy release, you not only need, but also want. All right. So this being a podcast, uh, we basically do all of our shit through the audio, through the ears, but try very hard to uh, imagine that you were born without the sense of hearing. Okay. Yeah. Now. You're so you're born deaf, okay? What do you hear when you think about things? Because right now, when I'm thinking about something, I hear my own voice in my head. Basically, I hear my own voice in my head when I think. When I'm thinking thoughts, those thoughts come through as almost verbiage in my head. Yep. But if you've never heard anything before in your life, then how do you perceive thoughts? <laughs> that is a good ass question. I don't know. I, I actually think maybe they, they would still perceive thoughts as voices, just not. But how it's like the Adam and Eve question. They've never heard a voice before in their life. They don't know what voice is. Yeah, but it's the, but here's the thing. Like they can read, they can sign. They know what things mean. I just could not. Do they think maybe they think through sign language. Like maybe they're mentally thinking of somebody signing something. I mean, it could be, that definitely could be. 
or they're imagining say uh they're they're very good at braille maybe they're imagining like what it feels like to run their finger across certain words in braille see i don't know i still think like i bet you they unknowingly hear the voice but they don't know that that is the same as what it sounds like i don't know man i don't think they do i think this might be where we disagree <laughs> i mean that's fine i mean it, I, it, it you got me on like a weird fence because like i know people like if people speak a different language they think in that language like yeah. spanish people think in spanish right like you know french speak in french in their own head but yeah i'm almost fluent in spanish but when i'm even when I'm speaking in Spanish, a lot of the time, most of the time, I'm thinking it in English, translating yeah. it in my head from English to Spanish and then saying it. Yeah, as most people do. But like, but that's the thing, like, like I've never. So you got to think of like a sense that you don't have like a, a I don't even, I can't, I don't even know. Like, like they're like, it's something that they don't have, that they've never had, that they've never learned. They've never even experienced ever. How could they think that then like think in those terms then if it's something that they've never even experienced, you know what? The next time I run into a deaf person, I swear I'm going to ask him this. Yeah, uh, we got to find one that's been deaf, though, from birth. All right. Um, that actually might be harder than you think, because like most people uh, lose their hearing later. Um, like there's a woman that lives right at literally catty corner to my parents' house. She's been deaf, I think, since she was like nine or ten. Um, but her husband was. I think either born deaf or went deaf at like age one. Like that's usually when it happens is because back in the day, there was like an inner, inner, inner ear thing that happened that like with a lot of kids and like it got infected and they lost their hearing because of it. I can't remember exactly what it was, but it, it was more frequent, but we've learned how to like prevent it since then. So it like it's decreased, but I mean, it still happens, but in other ways, obviously, but um if you're listening to this podcast and yeah. you know somebody who has been deaf since birth, ask them this question and then email us at soberlessthoughts at gmail.com. Yes. So that we can finally get to the bottom of this heart-wrenching question. <laughs> yeah, that one's going to bug me. That's going to keep <laughs> me up at night. I can already tell. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, the last one that I had wrote down here was uh, if I took a ship and replaced all of its parts until none of the original parts are intact anymore, is it the same ship or a completely different ship? And then ship can be obviously exchanged out for a car and all kinds of other things. Oh yeah. No, I was sitting here thinking that because I've <laughs> been trying to work on my 
89 Jeep Wrangler. And I was thinking the same thing the other day. Like if I switch out the frames and the axles and da, 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 is it the same car? Um, and I'm not gonna lie. When you first said ship, I thought you said shit. Uh, I was like, if you take a shit, I'm like, I'm with you. If you took uh, a shit <laughs> and you replaced all the shit with other shit, is it the, still the same shit? Uh, it still works. Uh, no, um, but if you had a ship and you placed all the pieces, I mean, if it's in the same, oh, man, I mean, it's yes and no. It's one of those because it's like it is the same ship because the exact same dimensions and all that, but it's like retro or it's like revamped. It's like, it's like, I just saw this on Instagram or whatever the other day, but it was, I saw the sneakerhead thing. It was like the, whatever Jordans they were showing. And they're like, these are the original Jordans from whatever year. And then if you started to like switch out all the pieces with the, the, the Jordan that came out like 10 years ago, which is different, but that you swapped out all the pieces, eventually you would just have the new Jordans. Uh, right. So then you wouldn't have, so then it'd be different. Yeah. So it would be different. So yeah, I guess that's what I'm saying. It's different. It's different. So, you know, that, uh, you shed your skin as a human being. Yeah. And I forget how long it is, but I think it's once you're an adult, I think it's like every 10 years, roughly you have completely new skin on you that you did not have on you 10 years ago. Nice. So you are, so then you technically are a different person. <laughs> yeah. No, I, to what you're... I totally agree with that. Every 10 <laughs> years is right on the money, man. Cause like, if you talk to me at 26 to now, like, yeah, I'm a completely different person. Oh yeah. I agree with that too. Yeah. Like 15 to 25 to 35. It is vastly different. <laughs> way different way different yeah yeah so you are a, you and you are physically a different person yeah you just have the same you had you do have the same dna makeup yep and you have the same fingerprints that's right but uh technically you are all new skin like you're all new you're like from head to toe, everything on you is is new from 10 so, years ago. So you're telling me every, so 10, 20, 30, cause that's 10 years, 10, yeah. 20, 30, 40, 50. So not only should you celebrate your birthday, you should celebrate a new beginning because your skin is new. Yeah. Yeah. That's going to be my birthday cake on my next. Well, my it's next not just like skin, it's your hair, like. All, yeah. your nails like everything on you yeah from head to everything that you can physically see has been shed it and is now new <laughs> on your body yeah so yeah next year i will be celebrating my 40th birthday or my 
fourth rebirth. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> it's going to be great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. That's all the questions I had. That's it. No, that was good. Yeah. Wait for the rebirth. Yeah. <laughs> I think we did a good job. Yeah, no, that was solid. Yeah, I think we burnt through those pretty good. Yeah, man. Got some good answers. Uh, if anybody else had those same questions, uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> but now you know the answers to those questions, or at least yeah. our version of the answer. And if you got better answers, let us know. <laughs> definitely let us know hit us up on our email which we stated earlier soberlessthoughts at gmail.com you can DM us on social media at uh, on Instagram at soberlessthoughts and Facebook at soberlessthoughts you can send us a DM on Twitter where you can find us at think soberless or just search soberlessthoughts if you want to uh Check out all of our old podcasts. You can find those at soberlessthoughts.com or at any of these podcast catchers. Is that what they call them? Pod catchers? No, but that's what they should be called. I think I heard that recently, though. Oh, yeah. A pod catcher. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a podcast groupie. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, those are those are the people who listen to our podcast. Yeah, right. <laughs> our soberless thinkers out there. That's right. Uh, yeah. So, uh, yeah, find us at any of those at Soberless Thoughts or at SoberlessThoughts.com where uh, all of our old previous episodes are. Uh, rate, review. Share with friends, neighbors, family members, alcoholics, soberless people. Dude, did I tell you that somebody who was an ex, an ex alcoholic? No, an ex, what sober? Their their profile was like sober in Seattle or something. Yeah, shout out to sober in Seattle. <laughs> And they friended us on Instagram. And I I sent them a message like, why did you friend request us? (laughs) Yeah. We promote uh, being drunk. Yeah. A lot. (laughs) (laughs) And they're like, oh, uh, I didn't actually look at your page. My bad. It was a mistake. It was a mistake. <laughs> yeah, it's okay. It's okay. We all made mistakes. That's all right. Uh, but yeah. So uh tell your friends and your neighbors and your uh and your pet alligators. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I wanna have you watched Loki at all? No. There's a Loki alligator. Nice. And I want one now. Hell yeah, you do. I want I found this. There's a like a crocodile head that floats in the water, and I want to get one for my pond in my front yard. Oh, that'd be awesome. My wife's afraid that my son will see it and try and jump into the water to get it. 
Can I tell you something that I was trying to do as a practical joke at your all's house? What? Um, I found this thing you could hook to a tree, and it was like it looks like Bigfoot is looking around the tree. <laughs> yeah, like it, like it, it, like it would be like it grabbed it and it pulled it towards its right, and then it just stuck its head out and is looking. Yeah, and I was honestly looking up to buy it. So the next time we come to your house, like as we leave, I was going to go grab it. I was going to go nail it in the back of your all's one of the trees back there and never tell you until one of you all saw it one day in the depths of the night. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) The problem is when I found this thing online, it looked amazing. And then when I actually went to go buy it, it was only like a foot by a foot. It it was like a tiny little ornament. I'm like, no, yeah, I need a life size bust. Yeah. If I'm going to do this and I was so pissed, I never got to do it. So I was like, oh, that's going to be good. My only sadness would be not recording you all when you stumble out there. You're like, what is that in the woods? What the fuck? (laughs) But yeah, I I was going to prank you guys at your old apartment one time and I had everything for it and was about to get in my car and drive down there and Mandy stopped me (laughs) but I was going to set up a video camera and start recording it like on that little ledge that was across from your door oh yeah yeah and just have it like recording your front door and then I was going to come over and set like one beer bottle on the ground right in front of the door like knock on the door like the police then you'd come down to open the door and i'd be like hiding somewhere and you'd open the door and there'd just be one beer bottle unopened like corona sitting there yeah yeah (laughs) like what the fuck and then what would you do i don't know i don't even know if i'd pick it up i'd just look at it and probably close the door right so that, and that's what I assumed you would probably do. So then I would go over after I'd wait a couple minutes, I'd go over and set a second beer bottle down. Bang, bang, bang. And then you come and then there'd be two bottles when you have to and I would just keep doing that throughout the night until all six beer bottles are sitting there on the ground. That would be pretty good. That was pretty solid. <laughs> I was like, and I'm gonna get, I'm gonna capture it all on video, and then I'm gonna post it on our social media, and I think it'd be hilarious. Yeah, and uh, and I wasn't allowed to do it. Yeah, I wasn't allowed to do the Bigfoot thing either, just because they were like, "What if Waylon sees it? You could give him nightmares and scar him." I'm like, ah, oh, all right. <sighs> yeah, right. He'd be like, "Daddy, it's your Bigfoot." Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Alex, what do we say when we get out of here? We like to say when you're in the skillet, you need to stay cheesy, keep it greasy, and flip on out.